0: This is TF Wire, Transformers We Can Review, Episode 60, recorded October 22nd, 2006. Before the dawn of political correctness, there was intelligence. Television was violent. Children were beaten, cows were slaughtered, and action figures were deadly. It was beautiful. Then came the hippies. They censored our TV. Put our children in soft padded rooms, replace beef jerky with tofu, and turn die cast beauties into plastic garbage. But not any longer. ComicBlasphemy.com is here to supply you with a breath of fresh air from the dumbed down society that suffocates our day to day lives. Catch weekly installments of webcomics such as Land of Nod and Postmortem Bugaboo. And of course, check out both ComicBlasphemy.com and TFormers.com for your weekly dose of Transformers in the Land of Nod. ComicBlasphemy.com, improving the standard of life. Welcome to TF Wire.
1: It's the finger holes, Ultra Magnus.
0: We shall call you
1: New Soundwave. It pays to get Transformers because you get girls. This is Matrix
2: Prime. Awa64. This is Matt Spader. This is Curious and Transforming. Chill out.
0: Hello and welcome to episode 60 of TF Wire. I am Jesse slash Matrix Prime and I'm joined by show regulars Awa64.
3: Nice to be here.
2: Uh, Spader, good evening, and Curious, thank you for describing me as regular. I think that's the
3: first time. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's because you're eating your fiber. Yes, oh, <laughs> <my God.
0: laughs> Ooh.
3: really bad joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the worst I think I've ever come up with. Nah,
0: no,
1: please, no, news.
0: not the worst, <laughs> but. One of those. News. <laughs>
3: Moving news. Okay, story well, let's one. Let's get on to the news. we got cool stuff this week.
0: Images of preview movie toys surface. Puma King of the ACToys.net message boards has posted images of the upcoming Transformers movie preview toys, which includes Optimus Prime and Starscream. The images show the figures both in and out of packaging, along with close-ups of each, and we also get a good look at the bio-information as well as the alternate modes of each figure on the back of the packaging. As indicated on the package itself, these figures are in their protoform, pre Earth modes. The figures are due out before the release of the movie and the launch of the movie line itself.
1: Discuss! Well, this solves the answer of how the hell they get to the planet. <laughs> oh, and there's a. I noticed something. Oh no, I'm just an idiot. Never mind. I noticed something that I'm an idiot. Yes. Yeah. Um yes you are. Prime has tires on his legs. I didn't notice that before until just now, and he's got giant
2: frickin' feet! Just like cat paws. Yeah. (laughs) Something out of Thundercats.
3: You know, I saw these at first and I was unimpressed with them, but the more I look at them, the more they
1: grow on me. I'm the exact same way, Allah. The The robot modes?
0: the The robot modes I really like. Their uh, vehicle mode, the asteroid spaceship thingy, uh, I can do without that.
1: They're comets. Yeah, but it makes sense. It makes sense because that. How else are they gonna fly around space? Yeah. And does this mean Cyberclon is an Oort cloud?
3: I don't know. I'm just wondering if this is just an update of the Rock Lord concept for the
2: 21st <laughs> century. <laughs> Possibly. (laughs) Asteroid
1: Lords. (laughs) Yeah. But I do, I like the fact that they have, looking at these forms, they've got, both Starscream and Prime have aspects of what their Earth mode is going to be. I like that and don't like that at the same time.
0: Ooh, do explain.
1: (laughs) I like it because, okay, that's, okay, that's Prime, that's Starscream... Great. Why the hell would they have that? Ver- would they have those aspects if they haven't even been to Earth?
2: Well, that's one of the staples of the Transformers mythos: is that the Cybertronian mode, or their War Within mode, or their pre-Earth mode, always hilariously echoes their actual alternate mode on Earth. You know, like the fir- in the Marvel comic books, one of the first Transformers actually had wheels for shoulders before they actually developed the transformation technology, and. It's just been a regular feature.
3: I like these in that they don't reflect it as much as, say, like we would have seen in the past,
1: though. Like, say, oh, in uh, Cybertron when they've already got the yeah. robot mode and then they scan, it's like, oh, look here, <laughs> here I am. It's clearly every... going to change, and even though there are
3: kind of the wheels there, who knows? Maybe that's for like launching off in Cybertron and since Starscream is a flyer anyway, he just takes off.
1: Or maybe Prime's wheels are functional and you can actually roll them around. Yeah, that's true. It might be for play value.
0: Now what about the colors act- used in the toys? Do you like those?
3: I like the monochromatic thing. It's something we don't see that often in Transformers. It's refreshing to see a Starscream that isn't well, actually, Starscream's been pretty variable, but it's nice to see uh, something a bit different for Starscream, and it's really refreshing not to see a Optimus Prime that's red on top, blue <laughs> on bottom, blue windows on chest. Yeah, I, I And really... it's still got the blue windows on chest, even.
0: But you'll have to hold off what? for the uh, mainline story for that.
1: Yeah, mm. <laughs> I like the Prime. The Starscream's not bad. It, it does give us kind of an inkling of what his face is, or what his face is really going to look like. I still hate the head design. They
2: look a lot like it's um, growing on me. Was it Cruel Lock or DinoBot out of the Energon toy line? The kind of very ice crystal design for the face, both on Prime and Starscream.
1: Yeah, You're right about that.
2: It's very angular, but there's not a single right angle in the design.
1: Yes, they're all wrong angles. The one thing that I really like is the fact that they have easily explained why the arc is not in the movie. And we were arguing about how they were going to get there. And well, you
3: guys were. I already
1: knew. <laughs> yes, we have... Uh... Oh, boy. Yay for future <laughs> seeing Awa. But just for everybody's knowledge, I have not read the script. I don't want to read the script. I want to be... Surprised. That's I just want to be surprised.
3: I am loving the turbines on Starscream.
1: (laughs) He's got turbine boobies.
3: (laughs) That's new. (laughs) (laughs) Pow But I like how the design works. And as far as it goes, just so everybody out there knows, these should be on store shelves May 2nd specifically. Yes. They announced that at BotCon. And uh, judging by the... uh, Star Wars toy lines these are not indicative of final quality these are actually a little below final quality so that means what we're going to be getting with the movie is going to kick major ass
0: sweet I can only hope <laughs> yeah
2: story two story number two curious oh I was reading story number two okay <laughs> dab 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 da, da. IDW previews the movie comic. IDW has posted a five-page preview of the upcoming animated movie comic adaptation. This four-part series is being written by Bob Budiansky and art by Don Figueroa. Issue one is due out this Wednesday, October 25th.
0: You know, this might be the first Transformers comic series that I actually pick up. Really? No. Yeah.
3: As much as oh. I like Don, I really don't give a shit.
0: Because <laughs> you can just pop in the DVD.
3: <laughs> Pretty much.
1: Well, I'm just looking through. Uh, I hadn't seen this yet, so I'm looking at it now. It is. Thanks line for preparing for the line. show, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's the. This is the only one I had not seen. Goddamn. It's line from what I see. It's line for line from. It's line by line it's from the movie.
2: Almost so. line for
1: line. It's, yeah. yeah. Very subtle. They're going to be
3: changing more later on. For example, isn't it Slag is the dinobot that was inexplicably omitted from the movie and is now going to be in the scenes with the rest of the dinobots? Yep. Snarl. Uh, st- Snarl. Eh, whatever. <laughs> They're dinobots. They start with S. That's close enough.
0: <laughs> Slag, Snarl. It's all the same.
3: But yeah, they're going to be changing around a few details. Maybe trying to explain things a little better. Oh, they're going to make—they're th- going to try to make the reformatting scene a bit more clear, so we'll know. F- we'll finally know who became <laughs> Scourge and who became oh,
1: Cyclonus. Thank God, and where that mysterious other Cyclonus went.
0: <laughs> finally, after all these years. They-
1: finally, after all these
3: years, we'll have an explanation for bad animation errors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Wednesday, 25th. Anyone else picking it up, or just me?
1: Yeah,
2: uh, I'll pick it up. I, I get every IDW comic religiously, so yep. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so yeah,
3: I'm of on us? the fence.
2: Okay. I might. Uh, might not. If only they Who could else? find a way of having a rocking 80s techno-electric <laughs> hard rock soundtrack in the comic book. Yes,
0: yeah, so well, I want to yeah, open yeah, up the like the <laughs> comic and hear the music.
2: Little speech bubbles with uh, the lyrics from Stan (laughs) Bush's The Touch in every panel.
3: I want to be able to push a button on the front cover and have it start playing Dare. (laughs) (laughs) If it did that, I'd buy it.
1: (laughs) And as you're in the comic book store, everybody's like, what the hell is that? Uh, I think we need to move on. Story 3? Story 3. Story 3! Story
0: 3! New head for Movie Megatron. Don't like the head of the leaked image of the Movie Megatron character? You are apparently not alone. In a post on his own forums, Don Murphy has stated, quote, I can tell you that Meg's head will not look like he did in the leaked pics. And in a sarcastic continuation of his forum post, he hints that the reason the head is being redesigned is so that the fans will be happy.
3: Also seeable inside the, uh, text of this, uh, Story is continuation of Don Murphy's feud with Sabertron.com, <laughs> <laughs> which is the best part of the story.
2: Oh, I think we really need to quote what um, Sabertron actually posted on his site. Here we go. I can tell you that Meg's head will not look like he did in the leaked pics. This was done solely because the leader of Sabertron.com's delicate work on the process. He is so revered throughout the fandom. Hollywood, and the world, that we decided <laughs> to make the change. It was not because we were trying to make the fans happy. Capital letters time. No siree.
3: I love how multi-million dollar budget movie producers and owners of major Transformers websites connect like 12-year-olds.
1: <laughs> it's great, isn't it?
3: Oh, yeah. Because they can
1: afford to. <laughs> it's a, Oh...
3: Yeah, it's good that we're getting a new head for the thing, but. Eh.
0: Personally, I liked the head we saw.
3: I liked the head we saw, and. Actually, come to think of it, of the body we saw, that kind of explains where that design is going to be used.
1: I liked. I. F- I mean, considering we just saw every... the movie
3: preview toys as protoforms yeah. and how they arrive on Earth, that does kind of seem to fit with the picture that we saw of Megatron.
2: Exactly, And the head design I... as it stood just did actually give me nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no kidding, it wasn't sort of like, oh my god, the toy's going to look like that, I can't be a Transformers fan anymore, but I, I was just having <laughs> quite bad and upsetting dreams about the head design, so it is scary. I'm 22 people. And I think
1: that was the point. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think they might On be one hand... to go with something that looks a, bit, a little more megatron like they did with the Optimus Prime having the faceplate and stuff, even though it's still very clearly a different aesthetic than we're used to. Now, somebody so then, will say something.
0: So you're thinking, uh, like, the battle helmet?
3: Possibly. Buckethead.
1: buckethead. Some I closer I didn't, to the buckethead. The one thing I didn't like about the leaked image was I didn't like the way that you could see his face in his vehicle mode. I didn't really care for that.
3: We had a leaked pick of the vehicle mode? I never
1: saw that. <laughs> yeah, it was part of the leaked picks.
3: No, it wasn't. Are you thinking of the attack mode?
0: No, hold on, hold on. Are you talking I'm shit again, be- Spader?
1: I'm not talking shit.
3: <laughs> no, he's smoking shit.
1: <laughs> oh. No, I'm not smoking anything. I'm not doing anything with shit or shit or to <laughs> shit. <laughs> She's just making stuff up then. God damn it. Ah, whatever. (laughs) I'm just going to shut up now and let the tide continue.
2: But I must say, though, the casual Transformers. It's botanical, god damn it! Megatron is quite an iconic character. And when my girlfriend saw those pictures of Megatron, she couldn't identify it as Megatron at all. As one of the kind of like most fringe casual Transformers fans. So it is good that they're bringing it back to the classic iconic design.
3: Yeah, that it was something to be concerned about. I mean, from what we've seen, you can tell Bumblebee is Bumblebee. You can tell Optimus Prime is Optimus Prime. You'd kind of have to take their word that Megatron is Megatron. <laughs> a sort of generic Although,
2: Decepticon Warlord.
3: Well, yeah, and come to think of it, we have had a few Megatrons that you kind of have to take their word that it's Megatron. Most. Uh, Armada, R.I.D., um. Well, R.I.D. was kind of shoehorned into being a Megatron. And Armada was then going a different direction with it, which, on the one hand, I appreciate. On the other hand, it really didn't look that much like specifically a Megatron, you know?
1: Yeah, more like a Bricktron. <laughs> <laughs> Next,
2: Next story. Yes. Uh, sure. Touch wood! Touch wood! Previously unknown 20th Anniversary Transformers Movie DVD Extras Joe Moore of Transformers World 2005 received an advanced copy of the, November of the 7th of November release of the 20th Anniversary Animated Movie and gave us a breakdown on what is included. Extras which we have not previously known about include A fan commentary with Joe Moore, Alex Weiner, J.A. Alvarez and Paul Hitchens a photo gallery of character sheets and rare movie press items, and a trailer for the Generation 1 TV series, announcing a release of the series by Sony in 2007. The DVD is set to go on sale November 7th, and on November 5th, don't miss our special announcement and the release of the Super Secret Special Mega Project that we here at TFWire
3: have been working on.
2: Super Secret Mega Special Project.
3: Now guess why we listed (laughs) it with this specific entry. Shh. (laughs)
2: secret sherlock Holmes, if you're out there listening <laughs> <laughs> what's that watson elementary did you see torchwood before we did that before you read that no I, I was on the train and missed the opening season double bill
3: oh i'm going to need to see that when it's on sites of ill repute
2: <laughs> yeah I I, think I, I I might i might search for it uh this afternoon while i'm uploading so
3: Anyway, back to the
1: extras. (laughs) Sorry about the Doctor Who spin-off there, folks.
3: (laughs) That's alright. There seems to be a relative overlap between Transformers fans and Doctor Who fans.
2: Yeah, like this weekend when I was in Toys R Us, I went in to buy uh, some Transformers, (laughs) and I just had to kind of go past all the Cybermen on the aisle next to them, so...
3: And there is actually a fiction connection. G1 Comics, Transformers, Death Head, Doctor Who. Hmm. Oh,
2: yeah. And also, uh, the people who started uh, out... Well, the people who do organize the auto-assembly conventions, the uh, UK's biggest Transformer conventions, actually met at a Doctor Who fan club in the 1980s.
1: Back to the story. Okay, what are so we, w- we talking about? So probably I, I don't think the biggest, it really mattered.
0: Probably the biggest news out of this is that Sony is re-releasing the G1 series, which we kind of suspected anyways.
1: Right? Yeah, but... What... what different... Is it going to be on Blu-ray? What Lord, difference I is it, not. What difference is it going to make? Because we've already got... It will cost I mean, you $100
0: already, a set.
1: God, fucking damn it.
2: <laughs> I think what would be good is if instead Sony released a, maybe a triple DVD boxed set which contained a selection of the best episodes from all the incarnations of Transformers. So you got More Than Meets The Eye parts 1 to 3, the key to Vector Sigma, maybe the Rebirth, and then a kind of the ending trilogy to Armada a bit Beast Wars just so that the casual fans who've been interested in the movie can pick up a kind of extra product cashing in on the Transformers movie that isn't as much anywhere near as much a chore to go through as the original generation series the original G1 But that would to. make
3: too much sense and be way <laughs> too nice to consumers how could you ever um. expect something like that to come out of Sony Yeah come I
1: on Curious re- this is Sony <laughs> I would really be surprised if Sony didn't put the transformers on blu-ray they've I would. got
3: to There's not that high of a quality to get it in. They're not going to spend the money on doing the retransfers and it's going to look mm. like shit if they just upscale it to blu-ray.
1: That's true. Well, they've got to make the PS3 succeed somehow.
3: Oh, <laughs> they're packing in the Ballad of Ricky Bobby, Talladega yeah. Nights, with the PlayStation 3. <laughs> oh, because God. packing in Spider-Man 2 with the PlayStation Portable made that thing sell like gangbusters.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but let's see. Uh, fan commentary. A photo gallery of the of the character sheets. Okay, that That's could be cool. neat. Uh, rare movie press items. Okay, that doesn't tell us anything. <laughs> and a trailer for the G1 TV series. What trailer is this going to be? I'm assuming it's something from the 80s, probably. A transforming one with a command deck inside. Uh, now, I forget, was it no, tformers? No. It, I it's... tformers.com actually got a hold of the menus. The pictures of the menus. Yep. And that act, the menus look mighty nice. But we shall see. Uh, one of us were, I'm sure, I'm gonna get it when it comes out on November 7th. I don't know about you guys, but... I'm I'm debating that over in my head.
0: I'm gonna get it, but did you see what the, uh, the full screen version actually was? No, I didn't. It's actually a cropped version, so we're getting even less picture than the widescreen version. (laughs) Oh! Oh, God. It's cropped from the, the widescreen, uh, version there on, on disc one.
3: Oh, my God. Thanks for helping me make up my mind matrix. I'm not getting this one. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what the
3: fuck? <laughs> They're Sony. They're evil bastards. What do you expect?
1: They're not even evil bastards. It's like every decision they make is just like, i got a big ass stick up my butt, and I can't think right. Yeah, that's a bit more accurate,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm sure. still going to pick it up. I- I'll watch the widescreen version. I have the yeah. Rhino version anyways, so...
1: Yeah, I've got the Rhino version. I'll pick this one up for the for the extras. Yep, exactly. Because the extras do look really cool.
2: Yeah, who are the fans on the commentary? The extras.
1: I know uh, one of them's Tony
2: Bacalava, lava wava
1: It's the oh, who are the two guys that just sold off all their toys at Botcon? No, the, uh, it's not them. It's not. I thought the they were. did. That. No. I thought they were on there.
3: You'd think if they were going to do a fan commentary, they'd get high-profile fans.
1: Hold on. Yeah, it, it's not them. It's J. E. Alvarez. Yeah, I know he's there. Joe Moore. Uh, let's see. Fan commentary with Joe Moore, Tony Bacala, J. E. Alvarez, and Paul Hitchens of the Space Bridge. What the hell is the Space Bridge? <laughs>
2: I wish they had Chris McFeely on the commentary, because this weekend I've been listening to the commentary on the Headmasters box set, and his beautiful Irish lilt is very
1: charming and soporific. Uh, Who, just out of curiosity, I know who J.E. Alvarez is. I've got all of his books. Who's Joe Moore? Well, with a quick... uh,
0: He posts on TFW.
1: Okay, (laughs) whoop-dee. Tony Bacala credited as Alex Weiner. Okay.
2: <laughs> know.
1: Don't even know who that is. <laughs> Joe Moore, that's me, it says here on the original
2: post on the Transformers World 2005. Yeah. So does that mean it's me? Uh. Joe Moore, that's me? <laughs> curious? No.
1: Could be. Uh, Maybe. Joe Moore is secretly named I Curious. Guess
3: just the top guy from TFW or something.
1: Yeah, that's nice.
3: Yeah, I don't care.
1: <laughs> um. And then on disc two it says all featurette with Nelson Smith, Flint Dill, Susan Blue, Joe Bacall, producer, and Tom Griffin. What the hell is that? All featurette.
3: Okay. Well, it's just like a mini interview slash featurette with those people. It'll be a load, load like, of
2: sound bites <laughs> cut together with footage from the movie.
3: <laughs> well, it's an, it's new interviews. They like dug out new backdrops and stuff like that and interviewed them today about it. Which means you're going to get relatively little insight into the actual specifics of the movie, and a bunch of people looking back and talking back on it fondly. But
0: something's better than nothing. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, I'm all for it.
1: Eh, well, we'll definitely review it when it comes out. You will, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Let me rephrase that. Those of us who purchase it here at TFWire will review it when it comes out. (laughs) Video review? That's better. No, god, Whatever. We'll just review it in some form or another.
0: I may do a video review.
1: Here's the disc. On this side, this is stickers saying
2: <laughs> transformers. and On the other side, it's shiny. Whoopty-freaking-do. like no moving parts. <laughs> <laughs> the possibility is really limited, guys. Ah.
3: I'll Sherman it for you right now. It stinks! <laughs>
0: okay. Was pretty good, curious. <laughs> <laughs> Final story this week? Sure. Okay, Starscream Barrel Roll Blaster. What the What fuck? the fuck, man? <laughs> On September 27th, Hasbro filed for a new trademark entitled Starscream Barrel Roll Blaster. A description of the trademark says that it is, quote, toy vehicles that convert into toy dart shooters and foam toy darts for use therewith. So are Transformers that convert from vehicle modes to gun modes that actually fire foam darts in our future? Let the speculation begin.
3: Now, from what I hear, this is happening because Hasbro has mandated that all merchandise coming out for the Transformers movie has to transform transform. in some way, shape, or form. (laughs) Which, hey, if we're getting transforming nerf guns, freaking sweet, man!
1: That is cool, but I'm just getting this... I'm just thinking way back to GoBots. They had these
0: Little
1: (laughs) stupid things you would just pull back, let go, and after they move a few feet, their entire top portion opens up, and then they just start shooting little Nerf balls all over the place.
0: Wow! You meant meant the Transformers go-bots.
1: No, I meant the original go-bots that no longer exist.
3: Oh. Were they, like, collected and destroyed or something like that? Because they, they, came they out late. still th- exist.
1: Well, those ver- that version... The, the 80s version. The okay. <laughs> small, metal... Machine Robo in Japan is what it was called.
0: The Gobots.
1: The Blowbots. <laughs> the the scooter, Kmart right? Transformers. This is what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, It. this... This is going to be weird.
3: It eh, should be interesting. I'll look forward well, to we it. Well, we already
1: have a ton of Nerf stuff that reconfigures, quote-unquote.
3: Yeah.
2: We've had... In the Energon line, we had the Optimus Prime roleplay blaster, which fired foam darts, which wasn't terribly yeah. good.
3: And but that didn't transform. Sword thingy.
1: Well, the Ugh. Energon sword kind of extended.
0: Were not all these, uh, shelf
3: warmers?
1: Pretty much. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but th- those
3: didn't have major feature roles in major motion pictures.
1: No. I'm wondering it I just get this image of you you're holding maybe a Well, you know, I just I have ideas but until we have something concrete concrete to talk about it's just kind of hey, this is coming out and we're not telling you what it is. This is nowhere
3: near <laughs> as interesting as Optimash Prime was. Does it, I agree. That's true.
1: Does it go
2: in the same file as bump-and-go Transformers from a couple of weeks back? <laughs>
3: uh, Pretty much, yeah. The Oh, that's interesting, but I have no idea what the fuck that is. We'll find out when we find out. Until then, let's just put it on the back burner folder. And by the way, the labels that I buy are about a foot long for each folder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, uh, so, so moving we're back on. The news, yeah, moving on. Uh, this week, uh, actually, this past week, someone on our forums asked, "What is kit bashing?" Well, we're going to discuss kit bashing wait, 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 today.
0: Wait. You mean we have a discussion topic this
3: week?
1: Yeah. Yes, we have a discussion <laughs> topic. Oh. Holy crap! Yes, the discussion topic is kit bashing and repaints. How many weeks has it been since we have one? Like six or seven.
2: <laughs> I feel like we need a jingle or something to introduce the discussion
3: topic. It's oh. TF Wire. They're opinionated assholes. Let's discuss something. Yeah. Anyway, you want me to lead <laughs> off with the etymology of the word kit bash? Go for well, it, please. Uh,
1: Well, let's start with repaint and just get that out of the way. A repaint is a exactly what it sounds. (laughs) It's just take one mold and completely repaint it and call it a different name. It is synonymous with the term, or even the same name with a different thing. Oh yeah, or like override and override GTS, GTS and ransack and ransack GT. Yeah, it is a. But you
0: yourself can also. You yourself can also do repainting as well. Yeah.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, I actually have a few that I have repainted myself. You buy it, and you paint it differently.
2: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But tell me, how do you do this repainting of the toys?
3: What kind Uh, of paints do you use? I'm not sure what kind of paints you use, but I know that a good number of people will actually go ahead and take the entire toy apart, punch out the uh, pins and screws and stuff like that, and completely disassemble it, and even try to find some kind of dyes that might be able to take the plastics to a darker color to avoid having to just have the entire thing be covered with paint and end up being something that'll chip the first time you try to pick it up.
1: Mm -hmm. Or one thing that you can do is actually, you, you can take it apart and then when you decide on what color scheme you want you can just apply a primer and then one or two coats of of acrylic paint, not enamel paint, because enamel paint will be thicker than acrylic. And then, once you're done that, just apply a light clear coat, either clear or gloss coat, depending on what, what you want, and then reassemble the figure. And for the most part, it will be fine. Uh, now, what I did with my figure when I did it, and it was... It's no longer here. It was a Beast Wars figure that's sitting in my parents' basement. I took it apart, and I actually sanded the pieces. And I sanded just enough so that I, you know, just to get the paint app, the original paint app, off. And a lot of people do that
3: Uh, just with a very
1: high-grit sandpaper.
3: To get paint apps off, some other people will end up using paint thinner and stuff like that. But it can be a bit dangerous considering some of the types of plastics will actually just kind of start to be eaten away by the paint thinner.
2: The best thing to use for stripping is actually brake fluid because that softens the paint to a level it can be peeled off that doesn't actually damage the plastic itself.
1: If you're going to use brake fluid, for the love of God, be in an open area. Do (laughs) not (laughs) use that shit indoors. But it's okay to smoke
2: while you're using it, so... (laughs) yes. If you do use it indoors... um,
3: you can use it on doors if you find a fume hood.
1: Or
2: if you
0: inhale deeply.
1: Or if you inhale, inhale, deep. deeply. <laughs> <laughs> if you inhale <laughs> deeply, yeah. Or if <laughs> you now, taste now getting it
0: back first. <laughs> Getting back to the repainting part, I got a question. Let's say mm-hmm. I buy a toy and I want to repaint it. I take mm-hmm. it apart. What if I forget how to put it back together?
1: Uh, that's why you label things. <laughs> that's why you write the shit down.
3: Um, take a picture of it in like a diagram of how you took it apart. And... Absolute worst case scenario, you can go on a website like uh, our website or the AllSpark or some of the other Transformers fan sites out there, and hopefully you can find somebody who has the toy and is willing to take it apart to tell you where the hell you're supposed to put that thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not... With some figures, like, it, the smaller the figure, I found that the basics are, and deluxes are the easiest to work with. They have the least amount of pins, the most amount of ball joints.
3: I know, when I was, like, six, I'd sit around and have fun just by uh, taking a screwdriver to some of my toys. (laughs) I shit you not.
1: And the best way to get pins out is to actually either get an electrician's toolkit or find one of those toolkits in, like, Walmart or Target that are used for getting or screwing glasses screws back in, one of those glasses repair kits because normally those, the Phillips head in those kits is small enough for most of the to hammer out most of the pins.
2: But the careful thing you've got to do with the pins, though, is you need to probably check with someone else who has already disassembled the toy which directions which the pin the were put in. in. You you need to check very carefully because there's only one way they can be hammered out, and if you hammer them in the wrong way, then you're just going to further damage the plastic in your toy. Yeah. yeah. Can we list so a couple un- of good un- websites for uh places which contain gems of kit bashing and repaint wisdom? Hmm. I think Transtopia is one we should put in the show notes.
3: Sure. I'm by no means an expert on this, but <laughs> if you go to uh some of the larger Transformers fan sites, many of them have art forms and stuff like that and you'll be able to find some kit bashes and stuff like that in those sections. Oh yeah. You'll kind of be digging through a bunch of uh, drawn artwork and stuff like that, but I mean, really, is that such a bad thing either?
0: <laughs> Did you mention kit bashing?
3: Uh, I don't think we've gotten to kit bashing yet, and before well, we do, there's one more thing I want to say about repaints. Okay. As far as repaints and redecos go, I don't think that's the terminology Hasbro actually uses for them. At least repaint is not part of the official lexicon. Well, what what do they use? I'm really not sure. I think it might be called a refresh.
0: It's called more money.
3: Uh,
1: In the long run, yeah. (laughs) Uh, One other thing that applies for both... For painting in general. I have found that the best advice... If you actually look for Gundam modeling sites... The Gunpla, G-U-N-P-L-A, which is Gundam Models... Some of those guys are incredibly talented and they have a ton of advice that they can give you just by searching the websites. So, on to kit bashing? I think we should go on to kit bashing. All right. Now, uh, we'll post the Wikipedia definition so you folks can read it uh, on your own. But, uh, Awa, do you have a, a full definition?
3: I have the etymology of it off the top of my head. It originated as a term used by the special effects people on episodes of, I think, Star Trek The Next Generation, but it might have been the original Star Trek, that came about because they had kits for some of the ships that they already had in existence. But to create a new model of ship, they would just take two different kits and bash them together, and end up with an entirely new ship. Thus... The term kit bashing came about, even though it usually ended up getting a lot more complicated than that. And at this point, kit bashing has usually referred to major structural and or appearance changes to a toy that could not be accomplished just by changing colors around.
1: Well, let me, I'm going to read the first paragraph Go for of Wikipedia. Kit bashing is a practice in which a new scale model is created by combining elements from existing, commercially available model kits. These elements may be added to an existing base or to each other. Both hobbyists and commercial modelers do this. In the latter case, it is particularly popular for creating concept models and also for detailing motion picture special effects. I don't entirely agree with that, because not, well, I guess commercially available model kits and other elements. Yeah. Because one thing in kit bashing is you're not only just taking, a perfect example would be if you looked at the model room photos from this year's BotCon, there was a Batmobile alternator. That is a perfect example of a kit bash.
3: Was it a Batmobile, or was it a Batman? I remember the Batman.
1: Well, it was in Batman form, it, but it was obviously a Kitbash on the Trax mold. Okay. Oh, yeah, that one. And then there was another one of Jahaxis from Gen 2, but it was just figure mode. Mm-hmm. And that is a perfect example of just taking a toy... And completely changing it, completely doing, making it from scratch, using other f- figures. Now, kit bashes. I have never done a successful kit bash. All of my kit bashes end horribly. <laughs> uh, Dave Van Donav- Donovan, 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 Dave Van Don- Dommelin actually has done quite a few kit bashes. And he has one that's that I like a lot. Is a com is like the is take he incorporates three different um, oh, quick strike molds or toys from Beast Wars into one series of figures, and that's pretty cool. But my kit bashes have all turned into horrible, horrible messes upon which death will be eternal
3: <laughs> now some of the most popular kit bashes in the transformers fandom have been simply taking the head from one toy and putting it on to a repainted toy mm-hmm. from another one like uh, i believe some this one didn't even take any repainting although i don't remember but cheatmas primal of the allspark took a beast machine's cheetor head and put it on a on a yellow version of tracks and I don't remember whether he put stripes on it or not. I think he did. And that actually turned out pretty well. A lot of it does come down to the luck of whether or not the head will fit on or not without major changes was and modifications. Was he the
1: one Was he the one that did all of the like he did almost the entire a, a ch- good chunk. He did a Rhinox version. He did a uh he did a Rhinox head on a Hound alternator body. He did a rat trap head on a wind charger body. Was that that guy? I wouldn't know.
0: I missed all those. I saw the the one I was talking about.
1: I know which ones I was talking about, but I've seen others. Well, like um, I said, it's a popular
3: idea. Take the head off one yeah. and put it on a repainted version of the other. Now,
1: another version. example of... There was a site I came across a little while ago that took two... 1144 Gundam models, uh, specifically the Asimar and the. I uh, can't remember what the other one was, and he kit bashed them into Scourge and Cyclonus from Transformers the movie. And they look fantastic. And if I can find the link, we'll put the link up in the show notes. Uh, now, kit bashing, we've reached. We've talked about repaints, we've talked about kit bashing. The last thing I want to talk about is what's known as a scratch-built. Uh,
3: those are always impressive.
1: It is exactly what it sounds. You start with nothing, and you build it up from there. A perfect example of a scratch build would be the die-cast, or the metal hook and long-haul and f- five-foot-tall Devastator that we're at BotCon this year.
3: The one that really comes to mind for me is somebody built, on the AllSpark, I think about a year ago, they built a War Within Optimus Prime. and From scratch. Completely from scratch. They I remember e- that. They had, I think, panels cut out for the wheels. And each panel, <laughs> I think, was like maybe a millimeter by a centimeter. Mm. People were clamoring for him to actually try to make molds of the thing and reproduce it for people, but... It was completely impossible to reproduce in that kind of way.
1: He couldn't mass produce it. No. There was no way.
3: And that is something with a lot of scratch builds. You can do really intricate things that you can't do with mass produced items. Yeah. Which is why, uh, even with kit bashes, people take original items and do something that you could not do in a mass produced version. Now, do we want to mention uh, something that's happened in the Transformers community with the. Uh, Making mods or changes to toys that are not cosmetic.
1: Um, Such as,
3: sure? uh, let's see, there's the people have had to fix Ransack and uh, the Battle in a Bo- Box Ultra Magnus from the Supercon Prime Armada mold, and uh, there's a mod, f- another mod for the Supercon Prime Armada mold that you can uh, take him his legs apart. And uh change around a little piece in there and it will significantly improve his articulation.
1: Ooh. I I'm, I'm not sure what you would call that. That's I, fi- I guess that's just mine. I guess that's just we would just call that modific modifying or it. Or correcting assembling errors like uh with the
2: commemorative oh, re- edition of Hot Rodimus who had his R- arms on the wrong way around. Yeah, that
1: <laughs> <laughs> or that's just Brynacht. called fixing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Or is, I think we should just call that fixing.
3: <laughs> but there are cases of ones where you make the change and it was not an originally intended thing for the mold, but it does improve it. Like, for the Optimus one, I think the reason it works is you're getting ready. It changes it around so there's some detailing that moves to a place where you wouldn't normally see it. But since the front is now smooth, you can move the legs to a further extent than you could before.
2: More bends for bending from. I, would... I didn't think that was possible.
3: Yeah, it does improve it. You can actually have him sit down.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> well.
3: And, folks, do yourself a favor. It's on shelves at the moment. If you don't have that mold, go out and get it. It is probably the best mainline Optimus Prime toy we've ever gotten.
1: The Galaxy Force one?
3: No. Oh. uh, This Armada Deluxe mold.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Yes, Bendy Prime. Yeah, it, so we just wanted to give everybody a just a general over, overview of what these terms exactly are and what they entail. Just to reiterate, we're gonna start with probably the simplest, which is a repaint, which is just exactly what it says, just repainting the model. Uh, there are ways to do that. You can you can. Dunk them in brake fluid, use paint thinner to remove the paint, or sand the paint, and then repaint it. Next up from that, I would say, would be the modifications. Fixing the factory errors, doing small changes to make the toy a better toy, or just little things that improve the figure. Like uh, washing and pan- doing panel line washes and stuff like that? Oh yes, that, that's definitely a big one, especially when you have a solid color on a figure and want to get a little more detail. Then up from that is kit bashing, which is taking a figure and doing things to the figure, adding, taking away, using parts from other figures, and bringing them together to create something original. And then there's scratch built, which literally you start from the ground up, using nothing, and you come up with something. A perfect example of that would be the, oh, what was it? The fan made transmutate from a little from a few years ago at
3: Botcon. And, of course, there's every mainline Transformer ever made has been a scratch build from the engineers at <laughs> yes. Takara. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, Well, we'd like to think that, but... So, uh, that's our discussion topic for this week. Yep. Let us know what you think of the forums. Or if you want us to discuss anything else uh, that you don't have a clear idea of what it is, just if you let have, us know.
3: If you have a question that you think could be a little more expansive than just a listener question go ahead and throw it in there, maybe give it an asterisk or something like that and we'll, if it gives us an idea we might expand it out into a discussion topic
1: Hey Matrix uh, can we make another sticky in the forums for just discussion topics? Ugh
3: Eh, (laughs) I think we're good where we are
1: (laughs) On to listener questions?
3: On On to to listener listener questions I'm handling those, right? Yes sir Alright, listener question number one comes from CMM21. Is anyone shocked that the Alternator Prime didn't, as of yet, get an Ultra Magnus repaint?
1: I'm just thankful it didn't. <laughs> I <don't laughs> I'm, think I'm I shocked t- it hasn't.
3: It's only been, what, how many months? Uh. Four
2: or five? something like that. Or could
0: partially, Yeah, give
3: it time.
2: could partially be due to the fact that now the alternators line uh, with the upcoming movie line is being put on hiatus and we might have got to see one, but they've just pulled the plug. But the question is, do you get Dodge Rams in white?
3: Uh, I can check that real yes. fast for you if you want. You Can, can you? Oh, never mind. Yes. <laughs> oh. But do they come in white with blue detailing?
0: Well, l- l- let me say this. I don't know if you can still get them in white, I know that they were at one time available in white.
3: And to be honest, that didn't really stop them with the RX-8 and Meister.
2: Yeah, but that's the, being the only white toy that we've seen in the Alternators line so far. We've had a lot of red, we've had a lot of black.
3: Prowl.
0: I, I would assume you could get white still, so... Uh,
1: hold on, I am looking.
0: I mean, we've, we've already seen the uh, the Scourge repaint.
1: No, the... And I was launching uh, about the same time. The Dodge... SRT 10, which is what Prime is, only comes in Inferno Red, Black, and Mineral Grey. Okay. Hmm. How light a grey
2: is Mineral Grey? Because they could maybe get away doing Magnus, is that. It's a fucking silver.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> they could get away with it. Yeah.
2: But given that we've had um, Wave 1 Classics Optimus Prime repainted into Ultra Magnus, we've had the War Within. Titanium Optimus Prime repainted as Ultra Magnus. We've had Generation Two Laser Optimus Prime repainted as. We've had Ultra War Within. Magnus. repainted? Yeah, we had the War Within IDW Prime uh, repainted as Ultra Magnus, a six-inch transforming one.
1: Yeah, was it, uh, it, it was at it was a Botcon. No, but it was but it, at Botcon this yeah. year. Yeah.
2: And so it was. It was such a shame because with um, at one point like. With the classics, Wave One Ultra Magnus, uh, it was a repaint of uh, Wave One Optimus Prime, uh, which fit, which fat, which fitted because uh, the original Ultra Magnus was also a repaint of the cab of Ultra Magnus. But in War Within, it didn't fit because Ultra Magnus was never a repaint of War Within Optimus Prime.
3: You know, it's really a shame we've mm. never gotten a repaint of Energon Prime as Ultra Magnus because that one could be just about perfect. Hmm.
1: Somebody did a fan, somebody did a a kitbash of that.
3: Yeah, yeah, and, and it, it was awesome. And
1: it looked better. Well, he also fattened up the legs, and he made and he did some other things to the limbs so that it didn't look like he was a fat ass prime.
3: Well, yeah. <laughs> But that's one that really could have done well as an Ultra Magnus that I think they didn't touch because the thing sat on shelves all through Energon. Yeah, especially yeah, with yeah.
2: the helmet design of the Super Robot mode, that really did cry out Ultra Magnus antenna. Yeah. yeah that's true. It
3: would have been easy to change things around a little bit, tweak it, and make it look really Magnus-y.
2: And it fits with the Car Transporter or Ultra mode as well.
3: Yep. And, uh... In R.I.D., we got a unique Magnus, and in Armada, we got kind of a unique Magnus. In Japan, the, uh, what was his name? Rollout. Rollout? Overload. Rollout was called Overload, whatever. It was called Magnus. And and the Energon repaint of it was called Ultra Magnus.
1: Yeah, and he just randomly showed up at one point in the show. Just, okay, it's here. It's like, what? Where'd the hell that come from? Okay, now I transform an order. I it off eBay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they actually dis- I think Red Alert described it was in the holding dock inside the shuttle. Anyway. <laughs> question two. Question two. Sure. Question two,
3: comes from Yami4CT. What figure were you happiest to get a hold of?
2: Well, this weekend I was pretty pleased to get a hold of uh, the. Cybertron 2 pack of Vector Prime and Starscream because we've got the smaller Starscream which was previously only released in Japan because uh, Hasbro decided to release a ginormous King Planet Starscream. Uh, the repaint in deep <laughs> cherry red and transparent purple, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's at Toys R Us in the UK at the moment at a half price of $14.99. Think of it, people, you're essentially paying 20 quid to get a Starscream and then they're paying you five pounds for the inconvenience of having a Vector Prime.
1: (laughs) Jeez. I think uh, recently, I think either what would be Cybertron... Oh god, I've forgotten his name. The green muscle car in Cybertron. Downshift. Thank you. Downshift, I was very happy to get a hold of. But I don't know. It that's a that's a really hard question because I'm normally generally happy to get a hold of any figure <laughs> for the first time.
3: <laughs> to date, Unicron. I'm
0: gonna have to go with uh, my Brave Max figure.
3: Ooh.
1: What? Ooh. Brave Max. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said who. <laughs>
3: I can think of one other possibility, and that was uh, Beast Wars Megs and uh, Optimus Primal Transmetal versions when they first came out.
2: I was quite sure to get Masterpiece Ultra Magnus uh, from Japan, because it's the first time I've actually bought a Transformer and thought of it as a collector's piece rather than a toy, and this made me feel adult and mature. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, that film didn't last, did it? <laughs> no, I, I, I was
2: wearing, I was, I was running around the house wearing the box on my head, pretending to be a robot. Within five minutes,
1: <laughs> all I have to say
0: having is having more p- fun with the box than the toy.
1: <laughs> oh, the yeah. brave Maximus toy came in probably the biggest box any figure I have ever bought came in. I mean that.
0: But you didn't have to carry it around in a big ass Hello Kitty bag. No, in Ann Arbor, Michigan. So. No, but I
1: had to hike it a mile from from where uh, the, the UPS de- deliveries were when I was back in college, and I had to hike it from there all the way back through a small woods across train tracks, jumping a creek, and then back onto campus.
3: What I have to note about both of mine is that while they were both toys that I really wanted, all three of them were toys that I really wanted, what probably made them happiest out of all of them was I had no idea what I was getting them and they were given to me as gifts.
0: So I believe that wraps us up this week. Uh, I believe I so. so. Okay, well this is Matrix Prime signing off.
3: He's gone. Let's talk crap about him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is Spada say- saying see you guys in seven days.
3: This is all, <laughs> This is all 64 saying Spada took my shtick.
1: And um, this is...
2: Curious. Curious. Also <laughs> pausing for dramatic effect.
1: <laughs> Good night, everybody.
0: Later. No! I'm not your I'm not a spy. I am on your side. But you have.